And here's another dog story. This one is about Rex, one of the military working dogs to be deployed to Iraq. Just before Christmas, Rex died at the age of 11. He'd already retired from active service. Rex's handler during his time in Iraq was Mike Dowling. Dowling wrote about his charge in the book, Sergeant Rex, the unbreakable bond between a Marine and his dog. Now, Mike, in the short obituary you wrote for Rex, once a Marine, always a Marine, Semper Fi, you explain how you first met Rex and the bond that you two developed. Talk about that. Uh, sure. I met Rex in the fall of 2002. I was actually one of two handlers that took him to uh, Iraq. I was, I was the first one. And he, um, he made you earn his respect. He is a very proud dog. He's very, very, very good dog and a beautiful dog. Um, but he's trained, he's trained to attack and, uh, he made you earn his respect. And that's exactly what I had to do. I had to go in and build rapport, uh, for him to trust me and, um, which he ended up doing. And then from that point on, we started training and, um, yeah, and we were with each other literally every single day, even on our off days. I was there at some point trying to do some kind of obedience or something with them just to uh, build that bond every single day. Now, you said he was trained to attack? Yeah, he was a dual certified dog, meaning he was trained to protect and, and also attack suspects if he need, needed to. Um, but he was also trained in detection for finding explosives and weapons, things like that. So detection, uh, attacking as needed. What, what, what kinds of other tasks are dogs like Rex performing for the Marines and other troops in places like Iraq? The majority of the work that the military dogs are needed for is really just detection work, explosive detection work. We don't really need the uh, patrol work too much. It's more of a psychological deterrent. Yeah, I was going to ask you, what was the attitude of Iraqis towards, I mean, Rex was a German shepherd toward this particular dog? You know, they have dogs, but they don't domesticate them. And so they essentially just have stray dogs all over the country, everywhere, and they're diseased. And so their outlook on the dog isn't that good at all. But then you have these amazing, gorgeous, beautiful working dogs uh, that the military brings over. And, um, and it's actually a great tool for them to learn, you know, that, you know, because nowadays the Iraqi police force, they have been trained to work with working dogs, whereas traditionally they weren't before. So it was a great learning tool for them. Well, a, a little aside here, Mike, uh, I noticed uh, curiously that the acronym of military working dogs is MWD, an anagram of WMD. So there were no WMDs in Iraq, but there were plenty of uh, MWDs. How, how many were there uh, at, at the peak of the occupation? Uh, at the peak, I honestly don't know. I would probably have to say um, a few hundred at least. You know, when I went out there, I was one of 12 Marine Corps dog teams, but that number quickly grew. Uh, and it's funny that you mentioned that acronym, the MWD and, and WMD. You know, we like to refer to the working dogs as weapons of mass detection because <laughs> they detect so well, you know. Right. How long do these animals stay, tend to stay in service? An average working dog in the military will probably serve anywhere from six to eight years, which wow. is just incredible. What happened to Rex after the military? Rex did three deployments and he was actually wounded on his third deployment. And so he didn't deploy again, but he was still very useful back in the States. And then he retired in April of 2012 and he got adopted by the other handler that took him to Iraq. He got to enjoy retirement for a good several months until he passed away. You know, Mike, we often talk about the human side of dogs and how we connect with them emotionally. Do dogs have post-traumatic stress disorder when they've been in theaters of war? Yes, and actually Rex had PTSD. Um, you know, dogs are emotional creatures just like human beings are. And so combat stress will affect them the same way it affects, well, maybe not the same way, but it certainly affects them 
uh, just like it affects human beings. It is a very real issue, the PTSD within canines. In fact, it's so real that there's an entire military working dog hospital at Lackland Air Force Base, which is where the military dog program is located, where they have a program at the hospital specifically set up for therapy for dogs with PTSD. Mike, I can hear the way you're talking about Rex, just the bond that the two of you had. Um, obviously, handlers like you come to love their dogs, and that bond develops. Uh, but what about the rest of the unit? I mean, is there kind of a quality like a firehouse dog where everybody is in love with the dog? Yeah, that's absolutely correct. As so many Marines would come up when I was out there to say hi to me and Rex, and Rex would get all the attention, which that's okay, you know, because he's a piece of home that you bring with you out there, and he reminds you of your own dog back home, and he kind of, and they're just great therapy tools, you know. Whether or not we go on missions, just to have them around is a great benefit to everyone out there. I have to ask this: um, What did Rex eat, and uh, was he as grossed out by uh, the MREs as uh, a, a lot of Marines are? Oh, Rex will eat anything. <laughs> he would actually steal my food. You know, I would get care packages in the mail from family and friends and people that support. And actually, most of the stuff in the mail was for Rex instead of me. <laughs> um, but we have actually a very strict diet regimen for all of our military dogs that we abide to. But, you know, every once in a while, we'll sneak some beef jerky in there or something. Nice. Mike Dowling, the author of Sergeant Rex, Rex being the military working dog that Dowling handled. Rex died recently at the age of 11. Mike, thank you. Thanks, Marco. Appreciate it.